0: Ski Instructor Buck Christmas and New Year's had passed by, and Rachel had returned to London. she had enjoyed her time back home, and it certainly sparked Naomi's interest in exploring her kinkier side. Coming back to London with a stride in her step, Rachel felt confident and radiated her energy wherever she went. Going home had reminded her how much she had matured since moving to the city and how much she felt right at home there. St. John's Hill felt like her place. It was her community, and she was connected to it. Her flat was perfect, she enjoyed her surroundings, and she felt like her life was moving forward in a positive way. The next week, though, the reality of being back at home and back at work hit quickly. She was only in the office for one week before heading out to the Alps for a skiing holiday with university friends. The week felt long and arduous. Working a few days between holidays meant Rachel's mind was elsewhere, thinking about how excited she was to catch up with more friends and spend some time on the slopes. At university, Rachel went on the ski trip every year. However, she hadn't embarked on a trip since. At uni, the group would take the long 20-hour coach journey down to Dover, catch the ferry over to France, and get another bus to the Alps. This time, they were flying direct and staying at a lovely large chalet shared between the 12 of them, rather than sharing a dorm with bunk beds. Although they did plan on upgrading their skiing experience, they were heading back to the same place, Val Thoren. Rachel was meeting the group at Stansted Airport for her early flight on the Saturday, so she headed to Liverpool Street, took the express train to the airport, and joined the crew. After checking in, the men of the group grabbed a beer with their breakfast and convinced the women they should enjoy the early holiday vibes with them. The flight was only a few hours, and Rachel got some sleep after takeoff and awoke just before they landed in Grenoble for a transfer to the mountains. After boarding the second coach, Rachel and her friends spent the next few hours winding through the mountains until they reached the resort drop-off point. A light flurry of snow was constantly dropping throughout the drive, which meant there was sure to be fresh powder for them in the morning. Once they dragged their luggage from the bus drop-off onto the chalet, the sun had fully gone down and the group settled into their rooms. While standing out on the balcony, the clean air moved through their lungs, along with the chill. As they took each breath, they now knew they were in the mountains. There was a peace in this experience, but they knew that wouldn't last for long, as in the distance, the faint sound of deep house music had started. They were in VT, and the fun was about to begin. The group rounded each other up and bundled to their ski jackets, scarves, and hats. They decided it was time to head out and get a few drinks. They walked into the village, which was bright and vibrant and grabbed a drink in O'Connell's. There was excitement in the air, university friends back together, a day on the slopes tomorrow, and nothing to worry about but enjoy themselves. After a few drinks, the group discussed their route. The men were keen to get right to the top of the mountain and ski back down the blacks and reds until lunchtime. It then dawned on Rachel that she hadn't skied for a few years, and it might be too much. That night, she went to bed a bit nervous, not sure she'd be able to keep up with the rest. She knew she needed to take it easy for the morning and get a grip on the basics again. As the morning came around, everyone grabbed a coffee and some pastries before heading out. The more experienced skiers who brought their own skis headed straight to the lifts, but Rachel went to the rental shop to collect her equipment. Once she was set up, she walked to the nearest lift with one of the other women with her. They headed to the Pioneer ski lift, ready to take her first run. As she ascended, she took in the beautiful snow-capped mountains surrounding them. The sun was trying to rise, and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. This was what she loved, but as soon as she was done admiring the views, the chairlift reached the top, and they dismounted, moving towards the start of the blue run back down. All was well at first. The group gracefully slid down the mountain as Rachel remembered the feeling of snow under her skis and slowly cut from side to side. The wind was blowing through her hair as she began to pick up speed. Trying to control it, she cut hard to the left, then right, before trying to avoid a child in front of her. She veered to the side and one ski went over the other and threw her forward into the snowbank. Her friends stopped helping to gather her skis as she pulled herself out of the fresh snow bank and dusted herself off. She had to laugh. It was funny. She jumped straight back on her skis and continued her descent. Still dazed but wanting to get back on the horse, she practiced her cuts but gained more speed again. And the same thing happened, and she found herself once more covered in snow. Eventually, she worked her way down the mountain, the encouragement of her friends, who were much better skiers than her. After a few more rough runs together, Rachel decided it would be smart to book a skiing lesson and work on her form while allowing her friends to take off and explore the mountains. She headed to the ski school, hoping to book in a slot, but nothing was available until later that afternoon. Knowing it would be worth its weight in gold, she booked a two-hour private lesson with a female instructor. In the meantime, she headed to one of the cafes to enjoy the sun, relax with the coffee, and have an early lunch. Time flew by as Rachel enjoyed the warm sun on her face, and she quickly headed to the meeting point for her lesson. Waiting around, she looked out for a woman instructor, but after ten minutes, no one came. Then a tan tall man called out her name in his French accent. Rachel raised her head, As he approached, he introduced himself as Pierre. He radiated confidence and his smile blended into the white mountains behind him. He shook her hand softly and apologized that the woman who was meant to be teaching Rachel was busy, and if it wasn't a problem, he was happy to fill in. Rachel smiled and had no problem with the change at all. Pierre had a charm about him that had her weak at the knees. Not that she needed any more leg issues while skiing right now. Pierre asked Rachel about her skiing experience and ascertained what level she was at. Rachel mentioned how she could ski, but needed some pointers and a bit of freshness to get her week off to a good start. Pierre took them to a small slope and instructed Rachel to ski down and he would watch her from behind. Rachel had brought some new tighter footing, salopettes for the trip and loved the way they hugged her bum and legs. With Pierre following behind, he could see and appreciate her purchase choice, but right away he could see what the problem with Rachel's skiing was. He instructed her to lean forward and to put more pressure through her boots. In a typical French way, he smoothly placed his hands on her hips and showed her how to keep her outside hips straight as she cut inside. Pierre smiled and told Rachel that he could see she had a good, strong bum and that she should make sure to use those glute muscles. Rachel blushed, but was happy with the compliment and the attention she was getting. A few more runs later, and with some small adjustments to her technique, she was in the full swing of things and felt much more confident. With an hour left, the pair were skiing down the mountains together in between very flirtatious chairlifts back up the mountain. Rachel was certainly enjoying herself. Pierre had an attractive presence. He was a handsome Frenchman, and she loved it. As the lesson came to an end at the bottom of the mountain, the pair kept up their flirty banter. Rachel attempted to speak some failed French, and before he left, Pierre handed her a business card and told her if she wanted any more help with skiing, or perhaps a French lesson, while she was in the Three Valleys, that she should text him. Rachel let him know she'd be sure to, and Pierre walked off with a swag that only came from a man with real reassurance of himself. She was sure he flirted with every client he had, hoping for more bookings, but she liked it and put his card in her pocket for safekeeping. Rachel then met up with some of the other women in her party and took to the slopes with them. They asked how her lesson went, and she let them in on the bronzed Frenchman she had spent the last two hours with. As it got dark, Everyone headed back to the chalet for some food and a cheeky nap. The women, who had been taking their first day slowly, were joined by the well-hydrated men who had been enjoying the full complement of beers and shots at the Apres ski bar halfway down the mountain. The chalet was now full of energy, and it was clear nobody was getting a nap before heading out. So the women joined in, and the group cracked open some rosé and turned up the music. After a few bottles were drunk, they decided to head out to one of the bars and really get things going. Pierre's card laid on Rachel's dresser, and as she got changed, she kept glancing over at it until one of the other women came to check on her. Rachel finished getting ready and on the way to the bar texted Pierre, thanking him for a great lesson and saying that hopefully she would see him again this week. She didn't expect a reply right away. But by the time she got to the bar, he had messaged her in French, and with a follow-up line in English, joking that if she didn't understand what his French said, she needed a French lesson from him. She was getting the signal. He wanted to see her again as well. Rachel applied with her location in a time, about an hour from now. As he was told, Pierre turned up at the bar doorway, looking around, then noticed Rachel at a table. He had brought some other ski instructors to lived with, and approached the group, introducing himself to everyone, letting them know they were giving out free French lessons. The charm and confidence of the three men was evident to the women in the group, and they could feel the men bright with envy. Pierre grabbed a drink and started chatting to Rachel. She was loving the attention, and found herself becoming more attracted to him, and wondered if maybe there was some naughtiness in the cards later. With this in mind, she placed her hand on his leg and continued to flirt. All of the group was on the dance floor with Rachel and Pierre left alone. The music was so loud that the pair found themselves having to lean into each other to talk. And then, Pierre moved in to kiss Rachel for the first time. His actions were welcomed by Rachel, and although she knew he may hook up with a different woman every week, she didn't care as she knew she could have a different guy every week if she wanted. And right now, she wanted Pierre. Their lips separated, and they smiled at each other before sipping on their drinks. Rachel wasn't much of a dancer, and happily got up as Pierre told her to follow him. She put on her coat, told one of their friends she was going back to the chalet, and headed out the door with Pierre. They both walked through the snow, the music played in the background, and it was cold outside, so Pierre put his arm around her as they walked. Entering the chalet, they didn't say much, and as soon as their shoes were off, Rachel signaled Pierre to follow her and walked into her bedroom. Shutting the door behind her, Pierre moved towards Rachel, placing his hands behind her back and kissing her. Rachel shoved one hand through his hair and the other on his back, pulling him into her. The pair passionately kissed up against the wall before they both took each other's tops off. Their skin was now touching, and Pierre pushed Rachel back onto the bed where the animal for a throw softened her fall. Pierre moved on top of her, his chest pushing against hers, and once again, as she felt his warmth, feeling his manly chest hair on hers. His kisses moved toward her ear and down her neck. Rachel loved this, and she laid on her back and enjoyed the touch of his lips on her. Pierre moved down to her breasts as she pulled down her bra, and he kissed her nipples before moving over her stomach to her jeans. Unbuttoning them, Rachel pulled them off along with her thong in one motion. She left her socks on for warmth, and as Rachel laid back and placed her hands through his hair as he kissed the inside of her thighs, Pierre moved towards her pussy and back up, centering and building the force on her nether regions. Rachel groaned as he started to kiss her clit lightly. He started with one long lick over her clit, and she continued to let him know how much she felt it. Rachel told him to talk to her in French. Pierre laughed a little and willingly told her how nice her pussy tasted and got back to licking. He was in no rush and clearly a master with his tongue as he lightly increased his speed and pressure before he found a smooth rhythm to which Rachel's audible moans served as the perfect feedback that she was enjoying herself. Pierre moved his tongue side to side over her clit, exploring her pussy, making sure he was finding the perfect way of pleasuring her. Rachel laid back and told Pierre how good he was at this and told him she wanted to come. As her hips moved up, his hands pushed them down and kept her legs apart as he embarked on making her wish come true. His tongue now lightly touching her clit, he licked back and forth over it, each stroke building her closer and closer until she was ready to explode. Rachel's hands reached back to grab onto something and only found the bedsheets she was gripping Her hands went around them tighter and her groans turned into screams as her body shook and then she went quiet for a moment and then screamed even louder. She was coming all over his face as the waves of pleasure moved through her body and Pierre continued to lick. Her clit was so sensitive and she couldn't take much more of his magnificent tongue so she pushed herself back and closed her legs to take reprieve from the pleasure. She was soaking wet. She was so turned on, but needed a rest and wasn't done with him just yet. With the animal fur beneath her back, she lay there in ecstasy and the faint waves of orgasm moved up and down her body. She took a breath and looked down at Pierre before signaling him to move on to her. Pierre now placed his hands either side of her shoulders and leaned in, kissing Rachel softly as she moved her hands down to his jeans and unbuttoned them and grabbed his hard cock. Pierre removed his lips from Rachel's and enjoyed her holding his member as she moved her hand up and down with a firm grasp. He continued to speak to her in French, and he reached into his pocket, pulling out a condom. She might not know what he was saying, but she knew what this meant, and nodded her head and quickly put it on so that he could fuck her right now.